absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday. Max, what's happening? Yeah, we finally made it. We finally made it through the week. It is Friday. Well, it's um, Friday for you there, son. Not for Friday well, for Panther and I. Well, yeah, I guess I, yeah, I get. Well, I mean, I don't know. What, what is the weekend? Uh, does Sunday actually start the week? I, I, I really don't know. Do I start off the week now or is it do I just have a day off before I have to go back into work? Uh, I don't know what's better, what's worse. Um, Panther, uh, I, I got something to uh, ask you. Where can I get lines on uh, your daughter's tennis uh, uh, games? Like I like uh, you know I I searched the local books in your area. I could not find a line on uh, the girls' high school tennis. Yeah, I don't know where you find that tennis, particularly in Ohio, is interesting because I'm not kidding you. This is varsity tennis, and there's no officials, there's no umpires, there's what? no referee, there's no line judge. They call their own shit. Oh. Like the Ohio, the Ohio High School Athletic Association doesn't provide officials. They just they call their own stuff. It's very loosey goosey. The bus, uh, we were uh, my daughter's team was the traveling team. They arrived like thirty minutes later than they were supposed to. So by the time they get their warm ups in and get everything set up, oh, it was senior night for the home team. Like we're thirty minutes late. I'm an hour from where I live. So I'm, you know, I'm just thinking, I want to see my daughter, but God damn it. I got to go to bed before the sun goes down. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I finally got, I finally got to see my daughter play. She was victorious when I, so how it worked is my daughter's a freshman. She's JV. The other team only had like nine players. So the varsity players end up playing the JV. So that's why if you were in the chat, they're like, what's the line? I'm like, well, shit, I'm, I give in the, 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 the other team, the, the bad team, if you will, because um, my daughter's the good team, right? Uh, a minus 300 line because she's playing varsity players. Uh, no, they, my, my daughter and her partner took them to school, one six to two. So nice. pretty exciting uh, stuff. Nice. <laughs> I can't believe you call your own shots. You just call up Zebra and tell him to waddle his butt out there and watch some tennis balls and call him out. <laughs> Chubby Zebra's all about lines. Once we get into fantasy playoffs, he starts putting out fantasy lines to win the championship. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> He's a degenerate for sure. Mm. Well, should we talk about the game last night? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the game. You know, I, I kind of broke it down into three uh, Ooh, okay. segments, if you will. Um, I, I, basically, I, I'm, why the Chiefs won, why the Chargers lost, and how it could have been different. So these are just some things that I noticed while watching the game of why I think the Chiefs won. I'm, point number one is Mahomes threw for 235 yards with two TDs and no interceptions. Uh, not bad, right? Not, not, the, not the week one performance that he had. But that was one of the reasons the Chiefs won. Another point why the Chiefs won, uh, they came by, from behind in the fourth quarter, right? And they had that 99-yard pick from pick six from uh, uh, Jalen Watson. Mm -hmm. That is one of the huge reasons that they won was that pick six. <laughs> yeah. um, completely changed the momentum of the game. Like That, that literally won them the game right there. Um, their defense. Like, honestly, you know, I feel that their defense was overall solid uh, despite giving up that stupid fucking touchdown at the end that blew the fucking spread. A little backdoor cover action God there, boys. God damn it. <laughs> you know? motherfucker you knew it was going to happen and uh and i'll get to this as well they gave up a fourth down i think a 36 yard uh play on on that fourth down that led to that touchdown i'll get to fourth downs in, in a minute uh chiefs had 13 yards in the first quarter 13 yards but they never fell that far behind like honestly the chargers probably should have been up by like three touchdowns going into to halftime the fact that it was that close going into halftime 
let the let the Chiefs score 20, 20 unanswered points. And that and that was a reason that they were able to jump ahead and, and not fall behind. Um Tommy Townsend, man, he repeatedly kicked some great fucking punts out there. Was that 74 yards mm-hmm. in the second quarter? Mm-hmm. So ba- basically just nullified the Chargers' ability to score once again. Like, you know, just great punting. I, I don't want to see the punter on the field for the Chiefs. I really do. You, you never want to see the punter on the field for the Chiefs. But goddamn, you got a guy like him. You're going to be very happy having a punter like him. <laughs> uh, and then Chris Jones. Chris Jones, two big sacks, two two QB hits. And uh, I think those are the main reasons that the Chiefs won. Now, why the Chargers lost, I, you know, you can throw uh, Justin Herbert's rib injury in there. He he definitely looked a little uh, hmm. banged up. Uh, a lot. And, and yeah, you know, so I think definitely uh, one of the reasons that they lost. Um, struggled on third downs. Five of 16 on third downs, the Chargers were. Like, unbelievable. Now, conversely, I mentioned fourth downs. They were four for four on fourth downs. Not bad, right? The problem is, I, I don't understand it. There was probably about three or four additional fourth down plays, like fourth and one, fourth and two, that, that Staley punted on. Now, he's not a conservative dude. He usually goes for it. The metric's safer. So I think that cost them the game, is the fact that he wasn't as aggressive and was fine was fine going into the half just slightly ahead of the uh, the Chiefs. Um, offensive line, a little bit questionable. Now, they go into the season. I, I, I think I looked at the ratings. They were a top 10 offensive line heading into this season. And they, they, they did, did, did well. But you, you see that right tackle got exposed. And that's what I was saying. Chris Jones got those two big sacks and those QB hits. So I think their offensive line is really good. But not not, you know, amazing. So I think they need to shore up that offensive line as the season goes on to protect Herbert. Uh, and, and, you know, he's going to continue to play through the ribbon drink. Now, what could have been different? Um, of course, Herbert was 330 uh, three, through for 334 yards and three touchdowns. What could have been different was that one interception. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't throw that pick six. You, you get it into the uh, the uh, the end zone right there. And the, the, the Chargers you probably win the game. Uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams filled in for Keenan Allen. Like, you know, if they had Keenan Allen, maybe this game isn't even as close. But Mike Williams did an admirable job filling in for Keenan Allen. But maybe if they had all the weapons, uh, things could have been different. Um, I'll, I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes' luck is back. Yeah, his yeah. his good luck is back. Remember last year, I was I was saying, oh man, he's ran out of that good luck. Well, he had at least one interception that wasn't an interception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, a questionable kind of uh, uh, review on that one. Um, and then that sidearm pass for a touchdown. Those sidearm passes were not hitting last season. And and he threw a sidearm pass for a touchdown. So I think Mahomes has his luck back. And, and if that luck shifted the other way, it could have been a different story for the Chiefs. And my last point is um, what could have been different is if Reed did not adjust his game plan in the second half, because his fucking first half game plan was goddamn atrocious. He he! I, the fact that he adjusted, he got better in the second half, and I, I applaud him. If he would have just tried to keep doing the same old, same old, they would have fucking lost the game. So those are my observations, Panther. I know a you were in transit. Well, you know you were watching uh, uh, tennis, and and you probably you know hit the hay. Um, did you catch any of the game, or did you uh, watch any of the uh, the uh, replay, or you know what are your thoughts? Uh, no, I, so here here's my thoughts. So I, I catch. The write-ups, I catch the stats, I look at the box score, and my reaction from not watching the game was, the Chargers chargered this. They should have won the game. They had more total yards, more passing yards. Um, they, they held Travis Kelsey in check. 
you know, five for 15, no touches. And hell, they even body slammed him into the center of the earth. (laughs) You know, so the Chargers did everything right except for that pick six. Now, my initial reaction is, oh, Herbert, you know, made a bad play. or Arch, you know, well, obviously watched the game, watched all 60 minutes, said maybe the receiver didn't finish his route, took the route off, kind of fucked around, left Herbert out to dry. In any case, 99 yards, that's a 14-point swing right there. If the Chargers are going to be in these games, which it's this is two games now, they've been one-score games. They were fortunate against the Raiders, who had three picks. Now they've been unfortunate in a game where they – we're giving up the pick six. Turnovers are going to be the key. And going back to what you had talked about, about the Chiefs, not their best offensive performance, but this is two now where Patrick Mahomes has not thrown any interceptions. If he's not going to turn the ball over, the Chiefs are going to be really, really tough to beat. That's top of my list is what you guys are talking about. Uh, Mahomes' luck is back. It's top of my list. He had yeah. several throws that should have been intercepted mm-hmm. and just simply weren't. So it's interesting that Mahomes' play style his or his risk-taking or decision-making, it's not really evolving. You know, he's still putting mm-hmm. himself in the exact same position he was. It's just this year, it seems like the ball's bouncing the other way again. Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, one for sure should have been an interception, yeah. and then it was it – was, but I counted maybe three. Yeah. Three, like three. Like one was a stone hands one. One was like if a guy's like a foot – away mm-hmm. like he probably makes the play um so yeah i, I do I, l- luck is definitely one of those things that that if, if mahomes has the luck it, it, you're not beating the chiefs i'm sorry like if he can pull that sidearm shit if he can scramble and fucking do all the things that he needs to do to to you know uh get that magic back from a couple years ago you're not beating the fucking chiefs now the cover was was a different fucking story like i felt the four was probably a tad bit too high it ended up being uh. three, <laughs> you know but I, I i i felt confident in the fact that i knew the chiefs were going to win that game like i knew they were going to win the game my, my hope was like yeah you know Touchdown. Win by yeah, touchdown. 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 touchdown yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh that that again, the, the inability to stop the fourth down, I don't know if it was just indifference at that point, just trying to kill the clock, like knowing that they were up by 10, right? Knowing that what is it, a 17% chance that there's even a, a onside kick recover, you know, which yeah. you, you sweated a bit, Arch, didn't you? You sweated on that onside kick. Oh, just a little bit, especially when the ball bounced right <laughs> off the, yeah. the, the, the chief. But it's you, like that's exactly yeah. what you're going for on an onside kick right there. Yeah. You you mentioned it, and I think we I think this is a point we need to talk about is Brandon Staley and his lack of aggressiveness on fourth down. Last season he was let's do it. Even when the numbers said you might want to punt instead of go for it, he went for it. Mm-hmm. This season against the Raiders and the Chiefs so far, he's not. So I, I the question is, is he has he gotten more conservative? Have have outside voices corrupted him? And he's he's going back into his turtle shell, or is this a man that's that confident in his new newly built defense? Ooh, that's that's a great question. That that I mean, I think it's a little column A, a little from column B. But um, I was shocked. I was, I, again, he was four for four on his fourth downs. He should have been eight for eight. Like they're, they're, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, no. I'm dead fucking serious. There there was at least three or four in the first half that he just didn't go for it. Like he just settled for a close game. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't think that he didn't think that like I, I need to destroy the Chiefs going into halftime. He's like, well, if I can keep it close, I think that we can beat them in the second half. That's the fucking mentality that you can't beat the goddamn Chiefs that way. You got to fucking get up fast. You got to like you got to make them play from behind. 
And because that's that's maybe when Mahomes pushes his luck a little too much, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe forces it a little too much. Uh, you know, what, what was it? A, a seven point game at half, or you know, uh, maybe maybe uh, what was the halftime score? It was uh, um, it was ten seven at halftime. Ten, ten, I mean, come on. The, the way that the Chiefs played offense in that first quarter, the way that the, the Chargers played defense in that first half, it should have easily been up at least by, you know, 14, 17 points. Like, honestly. So, I mean, I think maybe it's some whispers in his head to not go for it as much. You know, I, th- I think it was a bad mistake. Is it fucking go for the jugular against the Chiefs, especially the goddamn Chiefs? I think when you when you complete the analysis of this game it was a measuring stick for the chargers because the chiefs have been the class of the division for so long and the the chargers measured up right they they did everything right except they had you know the the bad turnover they didn't finish some drives and not aggressive enough on fourth down which just seems ridiculous to say we went for four times in the game and we should have went for it four more times but the chargers are there their defense is better they're going to be in games and they're going to get they're going to get the competition is going to get easier right they're not going to get the raiders and the chiefs well only one more time but they're going to they're going to be able to get this completed but i think my my takeaway here is the Chargers are there and they're going to be there all season long. Chargers play Jacksonville, Houston, Denver, Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland, Denver, Seattle, Atlanta. That's wow. the next. Uh, they're going to wow. get that. Six and one, six and one to start the season. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and one, seven and one to start the season. I mean, yeah, I mean, and then San Francisco, we don't even know what San Francisco is just yet. Right. Uh, Arizona, Arizona's on there too. And yeah. we saw, we saw their quote unquote defense against the fucking chiefs. Um, quick comment from iceberg asking any news on the Herbert injury. It seems like no break. The x-rays were, um, I guess negative, right? There's no break. He is sore. Uh, it seems like he's going to be okay and play through the pain, uh, but no broken ribs or anything from the reports that just got issued about mm, 15, 20 minutes ago. So should be good. Hey, let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Yes. Uh, Iceberg was able to comment to me because he's listening live in the book club. He's chatting with us. Uh, you too can listen live. All you got to do is use the link in the description or go to the What happens is you get three free days. And then if you like it, you try it, you buy it. $25 a month. You get access to picks. There's been tons of NASCAR picks going on here. Uh, more stuff coming today, I'm sure. Uh, college football stuff heating up. Uh, UFC. Is there UFC this weekend, Arch? Or is it there is this UFC weekend? this weekend. There's UFC. There's so a, Arch- there was a, 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 I forget who did it. I'm sorry. Somebody posted in the user's pick a play in the UFC, and I absolutely love it. I think you got to jump both feet on that one. Ooh, okay. Well, you could jump. Uh, listen, just sign up now. <laughs> You you can jump on that play if you want to. Again, it's thedegens.net. $25 a month helps you to book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGens. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. 
Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. All right, baseball. Baseball. Marlins finally fucking hit it for me. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> Fuck the Marlins. <laughs> finally fucking hit it. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. Let's let's start off today not talking about the Marlins because yeah, yeah fuck the Marlins. Let, let's talk Texas Tampa Bay. Uh, Martin Perez has been a consistent bright spot for the Rangers this season. Now yeah, he had a few rough starts in August, but man, dude's been absolutely fucking stellar in his two starts in September. Uh, Corey Kluber, on the other hand, well. Look at his September has been a pair of starts against the Yankees. One, he looked great. He looked like classic Kluber in that fucking first start against the Yankees. Like, ah, maybe maybe Kluber is back. And then in his most recent one, he looked like the Kluber that kind of bounced around from Texas to New York for a few seasons. And we're like, he's probably washed up. Uh, Rays, of course, returning home after a pretty rough road trip in Toronto. Saw them lose ground in their playoff hunt. Saw them lose ground in the AL East. Uh, could be another speed bump today. I think Texas grabs the win here. Rangers, not an awful team on the road. They have the pitching advantage, I feel. So I'm, I'm going to take a little bit of a flyer, $10 bet on Texas. Yeah, I'm on this game as well. Noteworthy from yesterday's game. The, the all-American sport that is baseball. For the first time in history, Tampa Bay trotted out a all-Latino lineup, one hmm, through nine. Yeah. Uh, plus a starting pitcher, Drew Rasmussen, is also Latino. So that's... Uh, little history in baseball but listen i actually agree with max here perez has i mean if he was on a better team might actually even be in cy young get some votes he's not gonna win uh but he's been absolutely stellar all season tampa bay except for that 11 run outburst yesterday they've been scoring like the other team in florida so their offense gives me a lot of pause i think at plus 125 going against kluber the, there's enough value here to take the rangers so i'm jumping on it with max 10 bucks on the rangers <laughs> is it yes it is wow it's a kiss of death on the fucking rangers <laughs> on the road <laughs> jeez the plus 127, one plus 125, I think there's tons of value there, tons. So, yeah, I don't, I, it's more, more of an indictment on the Rays, I think, in this situation mm -hmm. than an endorsement mm -hmm. on the Rangers. Mm -hmm. But either way, mm -hmm. here we go. I put 15 bucks on the Rangers. And if you guys get a chance, you should read up or, or watch the ESPN documentary on Roberto Clemente. He was an amazing character and a, just mm -hmm. fascinating guy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you download and listen to every single episode as well, you remember uh, Panther resisted betting on the Rangers for the longest part of the season was, right yeah, like he, he, yeah he was the he was the holdout he was the long holdout on the fucking rangers for a while and max can, know who they were <laughs> max cannot bet the mets all season standing on his head no problem easy oh easy easy yeah. easy easy or, or or on a mets game because i mean today you know i Pirates plus plus two twenty. I'm just saying. Um, no, I'm 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 gonna actually talk about the other New York team. You know the the New York team that uh, matters around here, and that is the Yankees because they are in Milwaukee for a weekend series. Uh, they have won four games in a row, pretty much on the back of one Aaron Judge, and we'll see if Judge can get to Adrian Hauser today. Um, Hauser was sidelined for the you know good portion of the season. I think he missed most of July and August with an injury. Uh, had a couple of like you know 
small outings in August, but now he's has he's had two full starts in September and he has looked really fucking sharp out there. Uh prior to that injury though, he gave up a lot of home runs. That dude was fucking bleeding home runs out there. So maybe uh the the best bet is uh just walk Judge today, Hauser. Just just walk him. Just fucking pull Barry Bonds. Don't throw to this fucking guy. Just don't even risk it. Just fucking have him on base and, and just give them an extra base runner because they're not like the Yankees are going to do anything with that base runner except for try to fucking hit a home run. So just walk him. Just walk him, okay? Uh, Yankees have a Frankie Montas issue, though, right? He's been an absolute disaster since putting on pinstripes, and I'm banking on that continuing today. The same way that I banked on Noah Syndergaard to have a shit outing <laughs> yesterday for the Phillies, I'm banking on Frankie Montas to have a shit outing today for the Yankees. At home, getting a plus line, I think there's some value there. $10 bet on the Brewers. Yeah, I'm on the opposite side here. I think at minus 130, I'm seeing value on the Yankees. They've won four straight, and in those four straight, they've put up 32 runs. So if they're not going to pitch great, they've at least found their offense again. You can't give Judge all the credit for 32 runs in four games. Uh, I'd like to see how close he gets to the Roger Maris number this weekend. I think he's still sitting on 57. Always like to see those kind of records fall but uh yeah i'm on the yankees here uh 10 bucks on the bronx bombers yeah i'm gonna jump on the yankees here too at the minus 120 i see the lines moving the wrong direction i know everyone's betting i'm sure everyone's betting the yankees but god damn it i do see some value here i think they can pull this off so i'm gonna put 15 bucks on the yankees why do you like seeing old records fall um because some of the people that are holding them, Roger Maris doesn't have the record anymore, but if we could get somebody to surpass Barry Bonds, I'd be okay with that. Oh, it's okay. I was like, you know, I didn't understand why you hated the, uh, the guys that were hitting home runs with, you know, with pitcher mounds about twice as high as they are now. Yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see the chase. You know, we were, re- I was, uh, Facebook memories brought up the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa chase from, I don't even know what that was 30 years ago now, but <laughs> I, I just remember how exciting that was to watch that unfold. Well, Panther, those are my two games. What else do you have for us today? Oh, would you believe I've got three more games? Let's take a look at the Phillies going to Atlanta. Ranger Suarez going to take the bump going against Max Freed. You know, Atlanta's kind of kind of in a, I don't want to say free fall, but they've kind of lost their way here. They've lost four of their last five, and they've only scored two runs or less in three of those games. So, I, I, I Minus 190, that was a little too chalky. I think there's some value in taking the Phillies at plus 160. So I don't know that they necessarily win, but that's where I'm at. I'm going to put 10 bucks on the fighting Phils. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta back home now. I think they play better at home. I, I agree. It's it's a little chalky. Maybe some value on the Phillies. I just don't trust the Phillies. I, I really I really don't trust them. I think the Braves get right. They're only a game back from the Mets in the NL East. Um, they're going to make this a fucking uh, competitive uh, race to the finish here. You know, Mets uh, going to lose to the fucking Pirates today anyway. So the Braves can beat the Phillies and they'll be tied. So I'll lean the Phil- uh, I'll lean the Braves here, but it's it's too chalky. Yeah, I- I'll lean the Braves here too. I- but this is not a game I'm going to bet. Too chalky for the Braves. Maybe not quite enough, uh, not enough money or not enough profit on the Phillies to warrant a bet for me. So yeah, just a lean. All right, next game up, we're going out to the West Coast. We're going to talk about San Diego at Arizona. San Diego is not trending the right direction either as they head towards the playoffs. They've scored five runs in their last four games, lost three of those. Blake Snell going to take the mound. Been a very subpar season for him going against Madison Bumgarner, who is so far removed from his ace-like Hall of Fame career, you start to question if he gets into the Hall of Fame anymore. 
Uh, but so pitching aside, I just got to fade this Padres offense. It's just not clicking at all. And the Diamondbacks are pretty stinking good at home. And I'm getting a plus 160. I will take that. Give me 10 bucks on the snakes. Yeah, it's it's one of those things, and I, I've mentioned it on the show, and it's it's probably stupid, and Arch will yell at me, but you know, when you look at implied probability, and and it's so fucking close, and you're saying, all right, I probably should go the Diamondbacks, but they fucking won yesterday, so kind <laughs> of <laughs> like again, like the implied probability is there, but it's like they just won yesterday, and that kind of like it, it fucks me up when in my thinking of like. But they just won. Can they mm-hmm. do it again? Uh, they might be able to do it again. I, I think the Padres win this one, but it's way too fucking chalky. I'm going to lean San Diego here. Uh, yeah, I'll lean the Diamondbacks with you, but you know they just fucking won. So I'm not doing it again. No, I, I don't quite have the value in this matchup that I want. So it's just a lean for me on Arizona. All right, one more game for me. The Dodgers are at the Giants. Dustin May, kind of a fill-in pitcher for the Dodgers as they try to heal. Going against Logan Webb. Logan Webb, I think, is one of our favorite pitchers, favorite young pitchers. He's at home. He's very, very good at home. Got a 2.88 ERA on the season. And I'm getting Logan Webb at home and a plus line. I'm all over that. Give me the Giants for plus 140, 10 bucks. Hard to argue, man. I mean, the way that Dustin May has pitched his last couple of outings, it seems like whatever lackluster offense the Giants have should be able to score. I mean, that was my, that was really my fucking thesis statement yesterday for the Marlins was, man, the Marlins offense sucks. But Noah Syndergaard just basically just like likes to give up runs for some reason. And it seems like Dustin May is in that same fucking mindset. He's like, yeah, I don't mind giving up earned runs here. Whatever. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. So moral support. I'll lean the Giants with you. Yeah, I'll lean it with you as well. Uh, not quite, not quite enough to get there, but it's really fucking close. So just a lean. Greedy, so fucking greedy, Arch. What else you got? We are going to the top ish of the board, and we are looking at my new favorite team to bet against. The Miami Marlins are playing the Washington Nationals. I like the Nationals. It was plus one fifteen. Now it's plus one ten. I still think there's some value there. Give me the Nats. Fifteen bucks. Totally fucking agree. How 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 fucking bizarre is that? Mm-hmm. Is that you're like you're looking at the Nationals as a value play against the fucking Marlins? I, I you know it really is. You, I think you said it on the show yesterday. Is when you have no hitting and then your pitching normalizes. Well, what do you have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't got much. Uh, I I like the Nationals there. Um, you know, Panthers' favorite pitcher, fucking Josiah Gray, is on the mound, right? Uh, and uh, he is 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 not pitched uh, very well. But uh, the same can be said about Jesus Lazardo, right? I mean, Jesus Lazardo, um, you know, I think has a worse ERA than fucking Josiah Gray uh, in 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 recency. So. Uh, Maybe I the over guys. Maybe <laughs> the over. Uh, maybe the Marlins can actually score. You know, back to back more than three runs in two games or something. Uh, I moral support. I'll lean the Nationals with you. Uh, when do you ever eye the over when it involves the fish? Uh, it's not Patrick Corbin, so I can't bet the fish. I, so I guess I'll just lean the Nationals. All right, uh, Max kind of, uh, kind of under his breath alluded to it, so we'll talk about it. <laughs> this is just the general principle bet. Just I got to bet it just on general principle. The Pirates are playing the Mets. The Mets open up minus two seventy five. They're minus two fifty now, and the Pirates are plus two twenty. You know what I'm going to do? Give me the Pirates all day, every day. 15 bucks. Listen, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't blame you, right? It's a four-game series. They're going to lose at least one of them. So if you, if, you, if you miss today, maybe you fucking chase waterfalls and, and bet them tomorrow. Taiwan Walker on the mound, uh, definitely the better pitcher between him and, and, and Mitch Keller. But 
that line's just way too fucking chalky. So yeah, moral support, lean on the Pirates with you. Yeah, I think that line is a little heavy for it being Taiwan Walker, who's having a fine season. Um, but I would expect something like that with like DeGrom or Scherzer on the mound. Uh, I just don't like the Steelers, so we'll, we'll lean Pittsburgh here, but uh, just not a game that I like. All right. That's really all I had. Was there any uh, comments over there? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ramon uh, saying Brew Crew, um, uh, Who's Your Daddy saying took Mets uh, team total under 6.5 last night, and the Pirates hit batter with bases loaded to go over. Iceberg likes San Francisco. Uh, Ramon likes the D backs. Uh, I think Iceberg likes the D-backs as well. Uh, Ramon also likes the Tigers. And uh, Iceberg saying his single play for him is the Rockies money line. I, I didn't really give that game a, 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 an extensive look there. I kind of like the Cubs. And Marcus Stroman, um, not, not terrible. Like, I mean, Marcus Stroman kind of hit his... Uh, his stride um his last outing i think was kind of rough but you know prior to that you know he'd been uh keeping these team uh, this team in the game so yeah. uh i kind of like the cubs in there but yeah i didn't have a great feel on that one uh, uh, but, yeah. I, I like the rockies in that one i think iceberg i think you're on yeah. the right side yeah i think it's just not too low for me too it's a little low like, yeah that's why it prevented me from betting it yeah i mean what can you get now i mean it was plus 110 can you get the plus 120 i thought i thought it said maybe plus 120 now plus 120 Oh yeah, see, maybe the plus one twenty is is getting there. It's getting there. But I had a plus one ten uh, at at my books earlier, so he's get, he's getting plus one twenty seven. Not not terrible. Whoa. Anyway, uh, that yeah, that's it for the comments. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, Skullbam said he wants to take Pujols to hit a home run versus Cincinnati today or tomorrow. I have no idea what the odds are on that one, but he okay. Yeah, I I like those odds. Skullbam <clears throat> yeah. was three away. I think he's three yeah, away from yeah, 700. Skullman was asking where we've been. We hadn't didn't go live the other day, and I was like, well, ah. you, you got to get in the book club. We're always yeah, live in the book yeah. club. Yeah, the problem is uh, YouTube sometimes doesn't let us come on, Skullbam. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah. But if you join the book club, you can always listen to us live. There's and a lot not of, to deal with the bullshit yeah. of YouTube. We have a lot of problems about Max coming on things. What did we talk about today? We talked about <laughs> Thursday Night Football, the Chiefs versus Chargers. Boy, it looks like a major rivalry in the making. Not a, it always was, but now it doesn't seem like such a one-sided affair. It seems like now these two teams are very evenly matched. Uh, we talked about fourth downs. Should the Chargers be going for it more? Give your thoughts in the book club. And we talked about baseball, Max. That is it. Like correction, you said on. It should be in. Uh, oh. Follow us oh. on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter what you listen to, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Well, I'll go with the KOD, fucking Texas Rangers. Oh, boy. Uh, Arch. Um, give me the Yankees. Take the Yankees. God damn, it's going to turn into a Panther parlay here. I like San Francisco of the three plus lines there. Uh, so we're going with the Rangers, the Yankees, and the Giants. That is your degenerate Panther parlay of the day. I guess you blame me for anything goes south here we're hanging out on facebook we're on twitter but mostly it is the book club if you want to make sure you never miss an episode and you want to shoot the shit with us you got to join the book club and you come in there and call us out by name we will holler right back but most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're going to do today and when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.